All right, welcome to episode one of the podcast. I'm currently sitting in a closet because hopefully it gives me some kind of acoustic advantage here. And uh, this is episode one of stuff no one talks about. I like talking about this stuff because, uh, I don't know, I'm just a weirdo like that. I'm the kind of guy who likes to go to parties and instead of making small talk, I'll ask somebody some really deep shit and get to know somebody on a real deep level. Someone I'll never meet again. But nowadays that doesn't really happen. Nowadays I'll hit it off with somebody, talk about some real deep shit. And then, like, at least we're friends on Instagram or something. So, anyways, I just wanted to bring some of those talks over to you. And hopefully just help you kill some time listening to me, uh, having a one-way conversation. And uh, we'll have to figure out a way where you can talk back to me because conversations aren't any fun when it's just the one one way. Um, okay, so, how you doing? It's fucking Thursday, December 10th. It's like noon over here. I hope you're doing good. Uh, but if not, then... Damn, bro, get your life together. Or, I don't know what a female bro is. I guess, is is bro gender neutral? Like, in the skateboard sense? But anyways, hope you're doing good. If you're not, then you still got a lot of time to figure that out. So I hope you do. I'd like to thank you for listening. You know, like, I'm really grateful for everything I get. And in terms of uh, attention, in the form of clicks, or you actually listening this far, or if you read my book, if you bought my book, or if you, like, watch my video series, I'm just so grateful, because, you know... I ignore a lot of shit, so I know how easy it is to just ignore stuff and not look into things, but I appreciate that you guys um, think enough of me content-wise or highly uh, creative-wise or whatever-wise to give my stuff a chance. So anyways, thanks. Let's keep it moving. Okay, so part of this podcast is just me learning how to make a podcast. I, my setup right now is literally a lapel mic I got from Amazon. It came like in a pack of two for like 20 bucks, maybe 12 bucks. I don't know. It was really cheap. Um, and I actually, it was, it has like one of the old school analog plugs. Like if you had a Walkman, one of those plugs, not one of these new, like plug into your charger port shits off of, uh, iPhones. Uh, so really the only place I could hook up my mic to was my laptop because when I bought my laptop, I made sure I bought like an old model because it had all the like old plugs. I don't want to have to be dealing with this whole, like, have to buy a new connection shit to be able to use all these new devices on this computer. Um, Not a big fan of additional accessories. But um, anyways, yeah, so my setup is literally just a closet, a chair, my clipboard with my points, uh, which I will just be using liberally. I'm not going to really stick to to the points too much. I wanted to freestyle this, but you just have, you should always have an outline, just, just in case. But I like freestyling. I love me some chaos. Uh, anyways, yeah, so I'm learning how to do this podcast. I have minimal resources. Um, this is for all my friends out there who want to make a podcast. I'm going to be walking you through the steps a little bit. I'm literally just using a voice memo, um, app on my computer, the cheapest fucking lapel mic I could find. And, uh, I don't know my creativity on paper to come up with points for today. Um, so there's that. Um, I guess in the next episode, I'll really, really talk about how to upload because um, I'm trying to get this shit on Spotify just so it's easy for everyone to listen to. Um, at worst, I'll get it on like SoundCloud and at very worst, worst case scenario, I'll get it on just some kind of random thing where you'll just have to click and listen to it and uh, it won't have like a press or you know, pause or a, I don't know what kind of buttons. It, maybe it'll just be very limited on, on how you can listen to it. Maybe you have to listen to it one way through or I don't know, but uh, hopefully... Hopefully, you know, we can get a good setup. Anyways, um, so that's going to be part of episode one, episode two, is how to make the podcast and uploading it. Um, Okay, so today's topic. Today's shit no one ever talks about, or maybe it's stuff no one ever talks about, Um, whatever I decided to call the podcast, Uh, you know, TBA. But today's topic is a topic near and dear to me. Oh, you know what? I hate when podcasts build up what the hell the topic is and then they don't get around to it my bad today's topic is getting your life together it's that simple um yeah and so anyways i'm the kind of guy who goes to parties and i hate small talk like i'll do it i'm pretty good at it but like i hate it especially when i'm like on my free time and like at a party or something and there's like all these new people there's so much to learn i don't want to learn about the weather i don't want to learn about what they do for a living like i want to learn some big shit i want to have some deep conversations and just get a different perspective or viewpoint on something that, you know, I always think about, you know? And then when you have those kind of conversations, it adds to your viewpoint 
and just kind of widens your, your view on, on things. It's like uh, having deep talks is a lot like traveling. When you travel, you just come back with a new like view of just your world and your surroundings. And all of a sudden, you know, you realize, oh shit, Houston's way different from Japan. I wonder what other different places there are. And you just realize how much bigger the world is. Now, I like to think that when you have these deep conversations, the same thing happens. You just realize how small your perspective is and it just opens up this whole new world to you. And the whole exciting part of a whole new world is you get to explore it. Now that you know it's there, there's places to go. So anyways, I'm the, I'm the annoying guy at the party who, instead of talking about cool shit, I ask people really deep questions. And if I connect with somebody or if someone just gives me five seconds, I will find a way to weasel my way in and start asking about deep shit. And all of a sudden, they're stuck in this real big deep conversation. And I'm like, yep, sorry, bro. Like, this is your your talking partner tonight. And, um, or bro at, like the female bros. I don't know. Anyways, <clears throat> so at these parties or bars or restaurants or just on the train when I was in New York or, you know, here at home when I'm talking to people on the phone or something like the way I always start this conversation and, uh, you know, there's a lot of different entry points, but it's generally this kind of a statement. I'll ask somebody, if you could do anything, what would you do? Because if I'm trying to get my life together, the first thing I need to figure out is like, what the hell am I doing? So that kind of a question, like, what would you do if you can do anything? Uh, it forces you to make a choice on that. If I could do anything, so I'll use myself as an example. If I can do anything, I would be uh, a movie maker. I would just make movies all fucking day. I'd go traveling the world, shooting scenes, working with large teams, and telling stories that inspire people or that excite people or just get people to move or get people to want to do stuff. That's what I would do. But at the same time, I want to do other shit too. Like I want to help my community. I want to bring, you know, like mental health awareness and physical, you know, nutrition, diet, like all that stuff. I want to, uh, physical wellness and diet nutrition. Like I want to bring all that to my community where I came from in Aldean. So like, that's my answer. If somebody asked me that, that would be my answer. All of that. And so, you know, I'm listening. And I probably would t ask the person next, like, so, okay, that's what you want to do. Like, where does that come from? And, uh, you know, you got to have a reason for why you want to do things. It's not just, I want to do them, just go and do them. Because those kinds of things that you just do just because, you know, you're curious or whatever. I mean, it could lead to some passion. It could lead to something deep down uh, in the future. But for the most part, you know, they they go away. The excitement dies and you you become uninterested. Um, but when you have a good reason, when you have a good why, my old school week, my, my old job, they had us form this idea of like our why, like why do we teach? Why do we do it? And I think, uh, you know, one of the annoying guy at the party things I would ask is just like, so what's your why? Like, why do you want to do that? And, um, you know, so time out. Because right now I'm just going on and on about myself. What would you do if you could do anything? I'm going to give you like a whole 10 seconds. Oh man, I feel like I'm back in the class. All right, everyone, you got 10 seconds? Go ahead and think silently to yourself, you know? Yeah, you got 10 seconds. What would you do if you could do anything? And I'm not giving you specifics. I'm not telling you it's a job. I'm not telling you it's a, a hobby or a travel or this. If you could do anything, what would you do? Go ahead and think about it. It's funny, for some of us, that amount of silence is probably the most silence you'll get all fucking day. <laughs> I know as a teacher, that would have been like, I would have probably fallen asleep or gotten into like a deep meditation. Um, but yeah, uh, that's another thing too. I don't think we listen to ourselves enough. I think our on-the-go lifestyle and I think social media hogging up any of your free time with just keeping you distracted and, you know, like we've seen a thousand times, like social media is designed to keep you engaged and keep you distracted and keep you watching social media so you know our alone time with ourselves um usually never gets prioritized especially nowadays we're so social like we prioritize time with other people we you know prioritize time with family or time for work or time to work out 
time to cook. Fucking cooking takes forever. You know, like we prioritize all these things, but and we think they're for ourselves, and they are. But you know, who we really need to be checking in with is ourselves. So, anyways, you've thought about what you can do. You know, so keep that in mind uh, as I talk about my stuff, and we'll see how it compares, and we'll see um, what we can do with that. You know, and even if we get nothing out of this episode and all we do is think about it, you've done more than a lot of people because a lot of people don't think about this shit. A lot of people just are trucking. They're just working and they're like, yeah, one day it's going to change and one day I'm going to do all this and that. But they don't think about, don't put any thought into it. And I think Benjamin Franklin said, if you fail to plan, then you're planning to fail. So shout out to me for remembering that quote on the fly. And uh, shout out to Benjamin Franklin. He's on the $100 bill. Anyways, alright, so if you could do anything, what would you do? You have that answer. Moving on. How would you do that? Wait, pause. Because I totally forgot to write this in my shit. Uh, why? Why are we going to do that? So before the how, why are we doing that? I know for me, <clears throat> working with uh, as a teacher in my community was just so fucking rewarding. And I love that feeling of just like constantly helping people, you know, and just at first, I hated, I hated it because it's like, I hated it on a deep level because, you know, it's a thankless job, and like most of our jobs, I'm sure yours is, you can find a way that yours is thankless as well. But the thing about teaching is, and probably your job as well, is that, uh, you know, you put so much into it, but the little tiniest bit of recognition you get or the tiniest bit of a thank you that you get from your customers or from your students, if you were me, just means so fucking much and just can, like, motivate you to continue doing what you're doing for the whole rest of the year. So I love that feeling. And that's just something you get from a service job when you just provide someone with something and they come out of their way to tell you thank you. You know, because these kids aren't buying education. Like, we have to give it to them. We have to give it to them. Most times they don't want it. So if you can inspire a kid to want to learn or you know, like to learn or just whatever it is that you do, if you get a customer who really appreciates how you, you know, uh, help them and the service that you gave them, like, it just means so much. Like, fuck the check. Like, it's just those words. And like, when people say, like, man, like, hey, like, you made my day a whole lot easier. Like, I really appreciate this. This is like a load off my mind because you handled it so well. So that kind of feeling. I want that all the fucking time. And I wouldn't get that necessarily from working with um, filming. And so for me, like, from the very beginning, my whole plan has been, like, I want to make money to be able to creatively film things and make stuff, but I also want to make enough money to give back to my community. And I know you don't really need money to give back to your community, because if you don't have money, you can just give back in time. But I just want to create an infrastructure where I can help people and get that feeling, because, you know, it's a great feeling, but also it means that people are being helped. And so I just want to do it on a large scale. And that's my why. My why is because I like helping people. It feels good. And um, it's it's giving back to my community. To see your community just improve based on the work that you're doing is, to me, just a priceless idea. And I can't wait to find a way to do it full time. Um, so there's my why. So what's your why? Why is it that you want to do what you want to do? Sorry, I'm really making you think today. But yeah, whatever it is that you want to do. Why is that? We can go all the way back to when you were a kid and, you know, the things that you wanted as a kid and the way you thought life was going to be. And now fast forward, fast forward to where we're at now and life's completely different. You're like, holy shit, like this is not what I thought life would be. Um, that can be a reason, you know, that's like you just want to reconnect with your original thoughts and that like, your ideal view of the world. Um, or maybe you just really like something. Maybe you just really like a certain field or maybe you just really like traveling or I don't know what, or maybe you like, you know, your creative projects, or maybe you just want to build cars and maybe you just want to, you know, do whatever. It's your life. You can do literally whatever you want to do. I used to tell my students, like, you know, you don't have to do your work. You can literally do anything you want. You can walk out of this room right now and go into the street. You could walk all the way home if you want to. You could do literally anything at any time, not just in school. You can do that whenever. And I just left it at that. <laughs> and I think kids had to realize, you know, like there wasn't a rest of the speech coming up. Like, that's it. You can do anything you want whenever. Okay, I'm kidding. I would say this, though. Yeah, you can do anything. So why not do your best? So anyways. Um, 
yeah, so anyways, now we're moving on to how would you do that? So how would we, wait, did I give you time to think about why you would do it? Um, but anyways, yeah, think about that. Alrighty, if you've done steps one and two, well, first of all, you know, let's pretend we're at the party and you're still talking to me. I'm like, wow, like, this person really want to talk about this. And what I found at most parties, people really do want to talk about this. They don't get asked this. You know, it's actually the perfect time when you have a drink in your hand and you're just kind of chilling to think about this kind of deep, deep stuff. Um, so, yeah, anyways, you've done so much already. So shout out to you. Now, let's move on to question number three. Actually, this is time for a refill. I come back. All right. So you tell me about this big dream. You tell me about how you want to help the community and how you want to make movies and just do a little bit of everything. That's my answer. How are you going to do that? Well... There's so many options nowadays. You can go get a formal education on things. You can go try to weasel your way into an entry-level job. You can go learn everything on YouTube. You can learn everything on the internet. You can download Masterclass and learn everything off of there. Education's everywhere nowadays. You have all these friends that might do what you do. You can go ask them. You can go shadow them for a day. You can, you know, there's just so many things. You can post a question on social media. I've done, I've had great success just saying, hey, Instagram, give me answers. And... You know, everyone knows something. And out of like the 1,000 plus followers I have, at least one person's going to know something. And when you know something, you're usually excited to share when someone needs that information. So I found social media to be such a great resource. People give Instagram and whatever such a bad name, but I um, I love it. It's such a resource. It's such a tool. Um, anyways, so how would I do that? Well, I don't know. I'm I like the unconventional route. Uh, it looks so attractive because why I go to school, the reason I'm studying for my GRE right now is because I'm still stuck in that mold of like, I have to go to school. I have to go to school. We have, it's America. We have to go to school and we get a big job. That's how it goes. And then we pay our way out of debt. Like that's just how it works around here. That's just the game. But I was thinking like, you know what? Like if I could do anything, I wouldn't play the game. Right now, I'm still going to take the GRE because it's like, I've already been studying this long. And honestly, between me and you, I took this GRE 10 years ago and I freaking bombed it, completely bombed it. And I studied my ass off as a 21 year old or whatever, and I bombed it. So like I have a little chip on my shoulder. This is a revenge game. So I want to just pass the GRE, get a decent score and just put that behind me because it's literally the only like stain on my record. It's the only loss on my record. Um, I've bombed other things. I've bombed other things, that's for sure. But like nothing hit as hard as like bombing the GRE that first time. So I'm excited for the rematch. Uh, and then just to see what options I have after that. Because who knows? Maybe I'll do good on the GRE. And maybe I'll get some good scholarship opportunities. And maybe a program will just fall in love with me. And just want to just pay everything off for me. Or maybe I'll just go into debt for like 40000 50000 uh, Or more, you know, with the price of things nowadays. Uh, we'll see. But I'm excited to, to at least give myself that option. But at the same time, a lot of people on Instagram have told me too. Like, yo, like. You're an unconventional guy. Why do everyone everything the conventional way? Do something completely different. Switch it up. And I was like, yeah, you know what? That's so attractive to me. Like that sounds like the kind of shit I would do. Like if I could do anything, like I would go the unconventional route. So, you know, I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, but I've been thinking about this all fucking like these last two three months. Um, but now it's like a really now that I'm getting really close to like taking my tests and everything, like, all this is, all these dominoes are about to start falling, and I just want to make sure I flick the right first domino that's going to lead to the chain reaction I want. Um, so there's that. Yeah, so, what about you? How are you going to do whatever it is you want to do? I know some people want to sit down and start crunching numbers and draw a whole plan and do a whole blueprint, and that's great, and you definitely need to do that at some point. And even if you're not the kind of person like to do that, like I like winging shit. But if you're more on the analytical side and you like listing things, you know, do that. But right now, just simplify it. What would you need to do to be comfortable to go do what it is that you want to do? How would you do it? Think about it. So your big goal, that one thing that you would do over everything, that one goal we said, if you can do anything, what would you do? How would you do that? Think about that for a little bit.
what I'm learning from this is I probably need more time to think in between things because I really don't give myself a, a chance to think about stuff. I, I'm a really defensive person. and I'm, I'm like witty and I come up with dumb jokes like on the fly. So I, I'm just so used to thinking up shit like on the fly. But that only works for things that you can think of on the fly. The other things require thought. Like if you're in an argument, like you probably need to space your conversation out or your space your responses out at least five seconds. Give yourself a whole five seconds to think, all right, is this going to lead closer to compromise? Or is this going to make the conversation worse? You know, just something like that. Like, you need to... Uh, the same way... The same way you're about to delete something on your computer. It's like, are you sure? You need to... I think, At least me. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just outing myself as a terrible arguer. Which I am. That's for sure. But uh, we need to, like, you know, verify. Or what's that word? Authorize. I don't know. I forget the word. Help me out with the word. But, like, we need to approve. Double approve. Double check sometimes over the things we say. Because sometimes they lead us further from the point, and they're valid things, you feel them, but, you know, probably not the best thing to say right there. So, I'm working on that. Anyways, uh, yeah, so we have some time to think about it. How would you do that? And then, last question. So we're down to our second beer. Almost done. The party gets loud again. The music starts being more and more apparent. I'm like, oh yeah, there was a whole party going on. And uh, my last question is like, so, so, when do you plan on starting? You know, we talked about what we you would do, talked about why you want to do it, and how you would do it. So now we're just stuck at, when are you going to do it? And, you know, I understand. Some people want to change their life up. They want to do something completely different, but they're currently in a financial situation that doesn't let them do that. Or they're currently in a mental situation that doesn't let them do that. Or maybe they're in a relationship where it's just weighing them down. You know, like, there's always, everyone's going through something, and everyone's, you know, just working on something, and I've just been really blessed to be an opportunity where I'm completely unemployed, I'm making a podcast in a closet, like, I have the time to think about this, but there's a lot of people who've been trying to change their life, but they're stuck in a job, or they know, like, if they switch things up, it's going to get really hard, because they, there's bills to pay, there's kids to feed, you know? Or even just the idea of like, you know what, I've done this for 10 years. I'm about to waste all 10 years if I switch it up and do something else. Um, first of all, I'm always down to the switch it up. If something's wrong, it's wrong. You know, I think there's another quote from Instagram. Is an Instagram quote? Um, you know, don't be loyal to a mistake just because of how long you've been making it. Um, sometimes you just got to switch it up. If it's the wrong thing, it's the wrong thing. You just got to... Learn your lesson and move on. And sometimes it's our career. Sometimes it's relationships. Sometimes it's just the way we talk to ourselves or it's our personality. Or Sometimes there's just things we got to let go. Uh, especially if it's for something better. You got to leave good for great. And once you have great, you got to leave great for amazing. Or whatever other words you want to come up with. And eventually you just find that one perfect spot for yourself. Or at least that's what I'm told. Or at least that's what I think. And, or at least that's what I hope. You know? So, okay. So I'll go first. When do I plan on starting? This is it. You're watching me. Like, I'm creating... I'm knocking out these creative projects. I'm studying for my test. Um, you know, eventually here, I'm going to take the test. And then, it's decision time. So, my whole setup is, is really unfolding uh, right now. And uh, I can't wait. But you, take, take the time to think about it. When do you plan on starting? You have this big plan. You know why you can do it and how you can do it. But when are you going to do it? And there's a whole idea of, like, if you're waiting for the right time, it's never going to come. There is no perfect time. One more quote for you. And I'm I'm so, like, proud of myself for just ruining quotes off the top of my head, which means I'm probably going to bomb this one, but we'll see. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Yeah, because things take time. And you can't expect to develop an empire, or if you're driven by money or success or whatever, you can't expect to have all that success or money the second you quit your job and start this new thing, like, and some people do, that's possible, it happens, but for the most part, you know, you, you quit one empire, you gotta build an empire, and you don't just build an empire, or build a legacy, you know, just right away, it takes time, and so, you know, the sooner you quit the thing that's not working for you, and go for the thing that you really, really want, that's, you know, you're already putting time into that thing, and, you know, more uh, investments, 
tend to yield better results the longer time you give it. So I am going to be getting started soon, and I hope you get started soon. This is our first uh, ever podcast. This is our first conversation. I appreciate you listening, tuning in, or pressing play, or whatever the kids do nowadays. I'm actually going to attach the very, very first rough draft of another podcast I did. Uh, this is kind of testing out the audio equipment. So just to warn you, it sounds okay at the beginning. It sounds really shitty at the end because I ran out of tape, which is a thing in 2020. That's weird. I recorded it in my car during a rainstorm uh, because I just had to get it done. Because like I said, there's no better time than right now. And at that time, I was like, all right, I got to do this podcast or I'm full of shit. So I just went straight to my car and recorded something. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and leave you with that episode. Thanks for tuning in. Next episode will be about something completely different, but it'll be something that most people don't talk about, hopefully, or maybe everyone talks about it, and I'm just late to the party. Anyways, thanks for listening. I hope you have a good rest of your day, and uh, enjoy this next podcast. Don't judge me for anything you're about to hear. Um, Yeah, love you. Take care. Hey, everyone. How y'all doing? This is Edmundo Castillo, and this is the Stuff No One Ever Teaches You podcast. Yep, I'm in the podcast business now. I'm sitting in my Honda, which has been through way too many accidents. And now it kind of smells like a car that's been in way too many accidents. It's raining outside. Uh, is that annoying amount of rain that's not like full on rain? But just enough where it cancels your plans. Because like, who the fuck wants to walk in this shit? And uh, I think Mike Tyson is out fighting somewhere today. Um, yeah, it's November 28th. It is 10.20 p.m. It's nighttime. It's nighttime shower. Nighttime rain. And uh, like we're always going to start all, every episode with, uh, I had this idea. And so we're going to start our uh, start off our podcast with the advertisements. That way we can just knock it out. So our first advertisement, our inaugural episode advertisement, is by uh, Orzarka Water. Great water. I love it. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's good for your H2O levels. It's good so you don't get dehydrated. Cleans you out. Water's great. I mean, this is, none of this is new, right? Like, you know what water's good for. Um, let's go ahead and read what one of the, one of its users thinks. Uh, this is what, uh, Ken, Dennis K thinks. He says, uh, he left a one-star review on Amazon. Says, tastes like they were sourced and bottled at a chemical plant. He said, I'm a huge fan of sparkling water. Always have been. This product, along with their 100% natural ingredients, and that's in those air quotes, so you know you know some shades being thrown there. Fruit-flavored waters taste like they were sourced and bottled at a chemical plant in New Jersey or out of Lake Houston. Gross. Go for Perrier or La Crux. So that's what he thinks. One star. So, or Zarka water. Go have you a cup or bottle. Um, speaking of bottles... It's so hard coming back to Houston, Texas, or just to Texas in general. Or it's just so hard to leave New York in the first place. Um, you know, I was living out there for the year. Um, this hopefully is the last time I ever had to mention it, because I feel like now I'm that guy that talks about New York too many times, and it's like eventually going to be like, all right, go back to New York. New York don't want me either. Don't, don't fool yourselves, people. Nobody wants me. And um, anyways, yeah, one of the hardest adjustments was coming back to Houston and not having recycle, like the the ability to recycle, um, just readily available. Like in New York, every stoop, you know, the stairs outside of every apartment had uh, a recycling bin. And you could just, you know, recycle whole, like a whole canister worth of bottles. And I did that and I had fun with it. Um, I don't ever sort anything. I don't sort out my life. I don't sort out the darks from the light colors in my laundry. I never sort anything out. But for some reason, I really did find joy in, you know, putting the bottles and the paper and the plastic on one side and putting all the this trash on the other side. I really enjoyed that. And I did that for a whole year. I come back to Houston and, uh, you know, immediately, I, you know, I finished, I put my trash away and I asked my parents, like, so where, where do we recycle? And they're like, recycle? We don't do that shit. And uh, I was like, oh, well, we can't have that. I mean, we don't want to, you know, contribute to, like, the world dying on us now. So I started, like, a little recycle bin. And for about four or five months, we, we were religious about the recycle bin. But here's the thing. 
we only pay for trash service and they're like hey it's an extra like 80 million dollars if you want to recycle too and um i was just like you know what there's plenty of places to recycle so i'm just gonna load up this giant canister with all the recyclable stuff and then we're gonna take it and uh you know recycle it there with those people um but slowly in our neighborhood which is considered the hood those pit those uh checkpoints where you can just drop off recyclable goods were being removed and there's nowhere to recycle this episode slowly turning into like a hey let's campaign let's organize something to like recycle but that's not me so if hey if you're into that and you want to help somebody out um go ahead and organize and campaign and just put like a recycling thing somewhere near me in uh northeast alden please anyways we had to eventually give up because it was just becoming too much of a hassle to drive around town looking for these places to to recycle stuff at so all that to say uh now that when i finish a bottle of water i feel so guilty or i did like the first few times feel guilty now it's just like ah whatever the fuck like what am i gonna do i already already tried in my conscience i'm good because i tried which sucks because i'm a hard worker and i'm really smart so it's like or i like to think i am both things and so it really sucks to like give up because when i give up i don't get to say stuff like i was i was about to say like oh i gave it my best shot so i can just you know feel okay throwing this away in the regular trash i can't because i'm always fucking guilty i don't know if it's because i was raised catholic or because i was just a middle kid or because i was just you know grew up in the family i grew up in but i feel guilty over everything and i know damn well i didn't try my best because i know my best means i got it done and if i'm throwing a bottle into the trash i obviously didn't get nothing done i gave up so there's my admission of guilt judge me i'm a piece of shit i know it already um but that's what sucks about being someone like me like or you as a matter of fact i'm sure you're the same kind of person that like hey you know what if you put your mind to something you're gonna get it done and pretty much every the time like you either didn't care and that's why it didn't get done or you just gave up and it sucks because i don't get to say shit like well i tried my best so whatever like because my best is getting it done and i didn't get it done so maybe i have to campaign campaign maybe i have to organize Ugh, shit oh well anyways or zarka water have a bottle and then dispose of it you know uh dispose of it responsibly but here's the thing too like if i'm really really trying here the solution isn't just going to like find a recycle thing that the the real solution if i'm really you know thinking for two seconds which is like a big problem right we we don't ever think for two seconds we just charge right into our problems and just work harder and harder and try to figure them out and that's never i mean that works but sometimes taking a step back and like just you know reviewing the the problem from an outside perspective is usually what you know gives you that oh i didn't even see this part of the problem or this angle and then you just find out like hey you know what maybe trying to find the best way to recycle isn't the answer maybe just cutting out recycling altogether and just buy one of those reusable bottles maybe that's the fucking answer i just thought of that right now maybe you know so here you go hey this is a solutions based podcast uh we're always gonna be about that so we i'm always gonna be about that i mean i don't know i don't want to i don't want to speak for you maybe you hate solutions maybe you're fine the way you are and you know you're just gonna be here for 80 years anyway so fuck it just live your life um which is you know what i used to think that was the most selfish thing ever and being someone who taught for seven years and coming out of like of a service community-based you know kind of job profession field whatever um those kind of people always rub me the wrong way like man they're so selfish just doing you know this is the exact opposite of what i teach my kids my students um and during this pandemic seeing so many people just out clubbing since the shit started or out traveling out fucking flying what tickets to cancun are 28 dollars, and they're fucking in cancun the next day like seeing that shit i thought it was so fucking selfish but then i realized you know what if this really was the end those people are living it right they're doing they're doing they're doing their thing and at the very least if you don't like what they're doing at least they're supporting some business and keeping someone employed so i mean you can call these big corporate you know overlords whatever you want to call them but they hate they hire little people they have employees who need those jobs and when someone decides to go to cancun for 28 bucks they're keeping that whole chain of people employed so you know and at the end of the day they're also having fun my dumb ass is over there making conspiracy charts and checking my pulse and my fucking temperature and holding my breath for 10 seconds to make sure i'm not dying they're over here flying off to cancun drinking shit out coconuts maybe they're doing it right so that's the first and last time and you know what no i'm kidding all the time i will advocate for people's freedoms um 
is it, you know, should we be doing it? Yeah, part of it's privilege. Because these people are also, some of these people give it a bad name too. Like, they just want to do it because fuck it, they want to do it. I mean, if this, I don't want to like, you know, I don't know. The, the people are free to do whatever they want to do. And I, you would hope that people just, you know, take the best discretion. But you can't count on people. So at least you can find the good. And the good I found is that, hey, they're keeping people employed and they're happy. You know, and at the end of the day, whether life is going to go on forever or whether a killer pandemic is going to kill us all, you want to go out happy. You don't want to go out like me, checking my pulse and checking my breath and just, well, not my breath, holding my breath, you know, because wouldn't that be the worst? Like you, you can't breathe. And on top of that, it's bad breath. So when people come to check out, on, check you out, like you just stink and you're just self-conscious about it. You just like, just let me die. Um, yeah. Anyways, I forgot what the point was. Which is, I think, going to be a um, catchphrase around here. But anyways, shout out to those people living their best lives in the middle of a year where a lot of people were honestly not living their best life. So, I mean, someone's got to do it. Um, that reminds me of all the people who were like, maybe during the, the other pandemic in 1920, they were the ones just hitting up the bootleg scotch and at the speakeasies, just having a great fucking time. You know, like, hey, it's fucking have fun. I can't, I can't argue against that. You can't, um, you know, especially, especially cause I'm sure some of those people are having their fun and then quarantining for 14 days after or having their fun and just keeping to themselves or just, you know, whatever. They, maybe they have a little bubble people who are also just going out crazy all the fucking time, you know? Um, who knows? I'm not going to just say they're complete idiots across the board cause nobody is except me. And we'll get to realize that the more we listen to me talk anyways, the whole point of this uh podcast thank you for listening like any first time i do anything i'm gonna thank you way too many times don't think about that sexually i'm gonna just thank you because i'm just a guy a normal fucking dude average as hell no talent i can't sing i can't dance i can't draw i can't play an instrument i can't do a lot of things but the only thing i seem to be blessed with is just a curiosity to try new things that's it and that's why you're hearing my voice and if you took this much time to listen to this, I appreciate you um, because my whole point of doing any of the things I do is just to inspire people who might have this as a secret passion. You know, maybe somebody wants to start a podcast and they don't know what the fucking what the fuck to do. And I just want to make the blueprint for the every person and to say, hey, all I did was sit in my car with my AirPods. I mean, we can downgrade this next episode to some of the regular ass headphones. And, um, but I just like AirPods, you know, like this is the one time I treated myself this purchase. I'm not going to be guilty about this one. I'm not going to feel guilty. These AirPods are the only fucking thing I've ever treated myself to in my entire life. That and like certain blizzards from like DQ or something from Dairy Queen. I don't really treat myself to, to much. That's why I look the way I look. And that's why I dress the way I dress. And that's why, um, I still don't know what my shoe size is. Um, anyways. So I appreciate anyone who's listening to this because then once, you know, once I know how this whole system works, then I can go and say, hey, everybody, this is how it goes. So if you've ever wanted to make a podcast, this is how easy it is. Fucking go for it. And who knows? Maybe if one person just sets up something and makes an episode and just feels accomplished, then I did what I set out to do. This isn't about me or any of the stupid shit I'm going to talk about today or, or any of the stupid shit I already talked about. This is about you know, inspiring folks, which is, uh, my dumb way of wanting to live this life. Sometimes I feel like I should have just been selfish and stuck to myself and made a bunch of money and just applied everything I had, all this passion and, and, and just drive. I should just apply this in some fucking cutthroat industry. And, um, I'd be in a big ass house right now, just, you know, having a great fucking time doing nothing. But instead, um, I'm in my car that's been through too many accidents. That smells like it's been through too many accidents. Recording episode one at 10 uh, something p.m. It's raining outside. And I'm okay with it. I feel fine. Like, I'm happy. I wish I was doing this in a mansion. That'd be way better, you know? And like had an audience or something. But hey, you know what? This is fine too. Whatever. Um, so there's the whole point. There's the whole uh, mission statement. My windows are fogging up. Haven't seen that in a while. The well's been kind of dry in this car. Um, all right, anyways. So, um, 
the point of this podcast, besides the point, the big point I just told you, um, is to teach you or talk to you about things that no one ever talks to you about. You know, like everyone gives you like the the mainstream. Uh oh, I'm sounding like a counter kind of media here. No, like this isn't fake news time type shit, which is the stupidest shit ever. This is um, like literally just no like things people don't talk about. Okay. And I'm so sorry that this is episode one, but when I had this idea, I was on the toilet. And I thought, you know what? Nobody ever talks about this. There's not, like, books about... I mean, I'm sure there's books about it, but I ain't gonna buy this shit. There's not, you know, there's not just a whole... uh, Just universal public knowledge about what we're gonna talk about today. And um, I was just like, I think that's true about a lot of topics. So I want to make a podcast just about all these topics. And so here's episode number one. Episode number one is about wiping your ass. Pause. That's right, wiping your ass. I was sitting there. Do I, I don't know if I have to tell you the story. But obviously, I was taking a shit, and then it was time for me to wipe my ass. And it just hit me like, no one ever teaches you how to do it. Yeah, they teach you at the very, very beginning, but then you don't get any updates. My iPhone gets updated a million fucking times, and I just fucking had it. I just, I just fucking got it. It's already been updated a million times. My ass wiping has been the same since I started. And if I don't ever mention it, it'll be the exact same afterwards. It'll be the exact same till I die. You know? And then it'll just be the longest running streak I had this entire life and would have taken it for granted and no one ever would have known. Who knows what kind of stats I put up. Um, I don't want to say too much, but then I guess that's the entertaining part of this whole podcast. You're going to hear too much. I am so sorry. You should just shut it off right now, and me and you can just stay friends, and you won't know too much about me. Um, but if you're still listening, here we go. So, I weird analogy. Weird analogy. Um, whenever I go to fast food places, and this isn't about shitting. This is just about something else. But when I go to fast food places, um, I love when the cashier or like the bar just has like a, a plethora, way too many napkins. I'm the kind of person where when they load like half the fucking like when you put two handfuls of napkins in your bag, I'm so happy. Fuck the food. I know the food's going to be gone like in 10 seconds. What I love is that I get a chunk of napkins and I use because I use napkins like crazy. Like my hands are just covered and everything. Those listeners that are just way ahead of me right now, I think you know where you're going, where I'm going with this, where I'm going with this. And I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah. So there's just something about me and wiping that I need a lot of stuff to, to wipe with my hands, you know, and you know, thank God it's not the same. Well, I mean, it kind of is on the toilet. I kind of am guilty of using too much. Unless I'm in a situation where I'm in a public restroom. And before you sit down, I know guys, I mean, everyone actually, we all have to like go into the restroom and then do like a little turn and then sit down. And as you open the door, I think we all have like a three, like a checklist. All right. How's the floor looking? Okay. How's the seat looking? Okay. And how's the toilet paper situation? You cover all three of those the second you open the door, Right. And I mean, I don't really check the floor because there's nothing that happened before. But I checked the stalls next to me. First of all, I like to preference this by saying I hate public restrooms. I don't know anyone that loves them. So maybe that's just something we don't have to mention anymore. Like we all just hate them. Um, here in Texas, we have Bucky's, and those are really nice because they give you like a little like shit cubicle. Like there's walls. There's no no one. You don't get any like under space to like high five or low five anyone in between stalls, which is nice. Uh, you're just in your own little space. Um, so shout out to Bucky's for that. That's that's really restroom heaven. Like anytime you need a restroom, if it was Bucky's every time, you've lived a perfect life. Anyways, everything else about Bucky's overrated, restrooms underrated. No matter how much you have them up. Anyways, I hate public restrooms, but you know the toilet paper situation before you sit down. Unless you're just in one of those hurries, or unless you've just been in such a privileged position in life that you don't even like look. I mean. Can you be my friend if you're one of those people? Like, I just want to know how your brain works. What 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 problems do you have if you never have to, if you don't even, like, flinch and you don't even hesitate to sit your ass down in the public restroom before, you, before checking out the scene? Like, I, I need to know. Uh, because I always check. Because I've been in a situation way too many times where there's not enough. Anyways, we're not talking about those situations. We're talking about the, the situation where you sit down and you realize that there's not going to be enough. Or maybe there's just enough toilet paper. Let's go with that situation. There's just enough. And maybe sometimes it's, if it's a full roll, hey, I'm doing like the declaration of independence on my ass. I'm wiping with as many 
ply or squares or whatever the fuck they're called rolls sheets you know whatever i'm wiping it with as much i'm just taking all the liberties i'm coming out as clean as possible it's like a mini shower okay but then there's other times where you sit down and there's just enough paper you can just the whole shit you're taking you're just looking at that toilet paper just going oh my god like i can't wait to get i can't wait like i mean i want to wait like i hope this shit just lasts forever until the guy comes and knocks on the door and says hey i I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm in here. And they go, no, 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 I'm here to drop off more toilet paper. And you just go, oh, okay, I'll take more toilet paper, please. And so, um, anyways, in those situations, you just you just ration it out. And you go, okay, half of it has to be used for the first section where I'm just wiping as much as possible. And the second half has to be for the cleanup, just in case I miss something on the first wipe, you know? And I, I love when you take a big shit. Yeah, already. I'm sorry. If you haven't, like, stopped the podcast already, like, I'm so sorry. But I love when you're when you're wiping and or I love when you just took a big shit, like a huge fucking shit uh, and you wipe and it just takes like one wipe and you look at the toilet paper. It's like, wow, did I even like leave a mess? And it's like you didn't. It's like, wow, like I'm a one ply guy right now. This is awesome. Uh, But then there's other times where you take almost nothing of a shit. And maybe I'm admitting to having some kind of like colon cancer here or not or some kind of stomach problems or some 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 kind of something so if you're a doctor listening to this please let me know like screw hipaa for the two seconds just let me know uh but sometimes i take like the smallest shit or maybe nothing comes out it's one of those where like it feels like a thousand things come out but nothing came out it was just i don't know figment of my imagination or maybe i'm back there just blowing up veins i don't know um yeah this is getting graphic guys i'm so sorry but again this is the shit that no one ever teaches you about and I guess I'm going to teach you everything about it right now. But not really. I'm just teaching you about my experiences. And maybe this is going to be a podcast where y'all teach me and y'all come back to me and y'all tell me everything. Hopefully it is. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, uh, sometimes we, you take not much of a shit and then you're wiping for fucking days. You're like the magician with the, the never ending handkerchief. You know, like it, it's a mixed bag. It, it just you just never know what you're going to get. And I just hate when you're in that situation. Because I just hate any time using a restroom because you never know what the situation is going to be. Um, okay, so anyways, we talked about rationing. That it's a thing either way. Um, there's a There was a meme about wiping overhand versus wiping underhand. And I wanted to talk here because I felt like there was a lot of jokes to be made here. But has a... I don't know. Well, first of all, okay, underhand overhand i'm honestly not even sure which one's over or which one's underhand and then number two i didn't know we all did it differently so that's gonna be like the pull of the day like overhand versus underhand and can someone just like to the side so no one else knows who's telling me can someone just like message me or like call me up or something email me fax me whatever what the fuck is overhand versus underhand like this this is a good time whenever you have a question I think it's always I think it's always interesting how when I have a computer question, I just put it into Google. Hey, Google, my computer's telling me this. And I get an answer. Or when I have a WebMD question, when I feel like I'm dying, I type it in. Hey, you know, WebMD, what the fuck? And WebMD, you know, does this you're dying thing. Um, but you know, when I have relationship problems, when I have like overhand versus underhand kind of problems, when I'm having just like just any kind of general life problems, I don't run to the Internet and Google it. And you know what? Without getting too specific, without getting too specific, uh, or in the Pacific, I'm gonna say that one time I did have a general life question or problem, and I typed that shit in, and I got great fucking answers out of Google. So I mean, hey guys, let's, you know, talking to your friends and speaking out loud or talking to your therapist is great, but you should try Googling your problems. And I feel like maybe I just admitted that I'm the slowest motherfucker ever, and I just barely discovered this and everyone else has been googling the problems for years and that's why i'm way behind in life or maybe you know you just realize that you could do that too you know maybe i know some people they all work on cars maybe we don't get something you google you know the shit on cars uh yeah i don't know but um most of my google searches are just like who's that actor from that movie and what movie was he also in and oh my god that's the same movie from this director and blah blah, blah. that's my kind of google searches but you know we're all different but i just wondered and I just wanted to point out that, hey, you can Google your problems. Uh, don't just type in depression. Like, actually go in there and be like, hey, uh, what do I do if I'm always sad about this? And then, you know, maybe you get some good answers. Um, anyways, overhand, underhand. Help me out with that, please. Um, 
one of the big reasons why it hit me like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I have one or two good points, but like, this isn't worth the podcast, right? Like, this is stupid. Who's it? And already, if like for your first episode, this is bad marketing. This isn't, you should have done sex or dating or something interesting. But we went with this one just because fuck it. Why not? Like, I just want to let it rock. Yeah, you know? I just, I just want to be brave in everything I do. And nothing was braver than talking about wiping my ass. Um, but the reason I was like, you know what, this might actually be a good, a good podcast is because, uh, point number three, wipes. No one ever taught me how to use wipes. That wasn't in my initial like programming. That wasn't in the first update I ever got as a kid. We didn't have wipes, you know, we just got toilet paper and just don't use it all up. Those were like the two rules and don't flush it. I, I grew up in a, um, in a house where my dad was a master plumber. And he always is like, don't flush it. Don't you dare flush it. I'm gonna kill you flush it. Real, like, you know, real, 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 uh, real threats here. Because we had done so many jobs over the weekend at residential houses, like at ha- people's houses, where their toilet was clogged because of how much toilet paper they, f- they flushed. So I knew firsthand not to do it. Um, yeah, but those were the, 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 three, the three principles I had on I wiped my ass. So all of a sudden, when I started growing up and going to people's houses... Uh, people with more put together lives than mine I realized they all had wipes and I was just like what's that about and also number two can I use it is that like a share is that a community thing or is that just for you and then you have like a ration you have like a count in your head and I'm gonna fuck up your count and then all of a sudden you can't wipe and then in your most like intimate moment with yourself you're gonna be man fucking window I'm never inviting him again or like you know you know maybe I use too many I don't know how many to use no one ever taught me this so what I'm saying is wipes do you want <coughs> sorry um so wipes like do you do you like the the wet wipes do you do that before do you do it after like what's the what's the what's the plan what's the what's the strategy there please teach me that one too i don't know i should have done research but that's not how we're gonna roll in this podcast this podcast is literally just about one thing getting it done and i am hopefully getting it done um but yeah, it's. I think this this podcast might be more questions than answers. Um, but yeah, again, hit me up. Wipes. I'm guessing you you do your thing with the toilet paper first, and then you use the wipes as like a, you know, just to wipe down the area. That's my best guess. Um, that's my best guess. That's it. Um, all right. Number four, I said replacing the roll. Is there anything about that? Are there rules about that? I mean, I always replace the roll. No matter where I'm at. But the only thing I hate about replacing the role, it's 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 an admission that you just took a big fucking shit. Cause I'm hyper paranoid that people are hyper aware of their surroundings. And I want the om- owner of the house or maybe the person that's after me to go to the restroom. They see the role and they're like, wow, this had like half the ship. And now it's a full one. Man, he just wiped his ass with half a fucking roll. So I don't I don't know. Sometimes it's better just to leave it. I don't know. I don't know the rules. I mean, you just, I mean, the the rule, if I had to think of one, is just be nice and replace the shit. Um, and just, you know, you're human and you had to take shits and you can always just say, what do you, what, hey, what do you want from me? I had shit. Um, but you know what? Shitting is a flex nowadays because I don't think a lot of people are shitting healthily. I don't think a lot of people are regular. So if you're here taking shits on, on top of that big shits, I think that's a flex. So, I mean, loud and proud is all I got to say about that. Um, let me see. All right. Um, one more. There's a, a few more points. about This was just supposed to be about wiping, but we made it. I've made it by everything. Fuck it. Why not? We're already here. This is the closest we're going to be to any of these topics. Might as well. So I hate when you're with a group of people, maybe you're out and about, and you got to take a shit. We've already touched on everyone hates public restrooms. No one likes it except girls on Instagram who take pictures in the restroom. Um, and guys who try to take pictures in the restroom. Um, but they just send those to girls who take pictures in the restroom and they get along, whatever. I don't think normal people get any kind of anything about that, out of that. But when you, um, or with a group and you have to go to the restroom, the mental timer starts. Like I, I just left the group. They're keeping tabs on how long I'm gone. So if I play this right, this can either count as a long piss or a short shit. And there's a certain sweet spot of a window, maybe like two, three minutes where you just go in there, knock it out. You can be like, Hey, it was a line. Hey, I washed my hands. Hey, I had to take a call, something, and you come back and no one knows. But hey, if you take 10, 15, maybe even seven minutes, people know, hey, this guy just took a fucking shit. 
which again by my rules is like a big flex so maybe i should stop being self-conscious about that maybe i should be like hey guys i don't know about y'all but i'm only spending eight dollars on drinks tonight and i took a huge shit i'm living my best life right now fuck with me you know maybe that's how i should um you know maybe that should be that should have been one of my pickup lines i don't know what i was doing talking about my feelings and like being honest and shit maybe i should have just been hyper honest and just uh talked about the, the things that people you know really care about because anyone can make money anyone can be smart but who's regular you know so let me see last point i like to, to to make before i go ahead and call it a night and again i appreciate you so much for i am so sorry it seems the first uh we it seems that we hit a limit on how much i can talk on a voice memo on an iphone so real quick i just want to hit you on with the last point before i get out of here and again i don't know where it cut off so i'm just gonna say thank you thank you thank you for listening this far into the podcast you're amazing you're great um yeah that, those are just facts those are those were true whether or not you listen to me all the way anyways but yeah last thing about shits and restrooms and blah 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 is i hate when you take a shower you get all nice you're about to go see somebody you know like i'm talking a date and you're and you're ready to go you look at yourself in the mirror you say hey you're a good looking guy you know which is something you only say well i only say in my prime form when i have pants on i don't ever see it when i'm wearing shorts but when I'm wearing pants and maybe some buttons, I feel like, hey, you're the shit. But the worst thing is when when you you have that feeling, you have those two seconds for once, and then your stomach goes, hey, uh, hate to ruin the party, but I got to fucking go to, to the restroom. I got to take a shit. And you're like, oh, no. Because like now you just go, well, fuck, do I have to take a whole other shower? Do I just have to roll with the dirty ass? Even no matter how clean I, I clean it, I just know. It's not as clean as the rest of my body is at this point because shit didn't come out of any one of my other places on my body. You know, like, it sucks. And I've been on both sides of the situation. I've went ahead and just take taken the shit and then taken a shower and just fucking rolled with it. You know, said, ah, oh, fuck it. Now I'm good. Now I'm invincible. I'm going out and I know I took this shit already so I don't have to worry about it on the date. You know? Uh, and I've been on the other side where I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and just roll with it. I took a shit. Sue me. And I just go out on my date, and um, here's, you know, the, then that splits into two different storylines, two different scenarios. I've been in a situation where I go, and I've taken a shit, and I know I've taken a shit, and I didn't take a shower afterwards. I just wiped as good as I could. I go on the date. The date goes good or bad. Um, well, let's just say in this scenario, it goes well, and then we just, you know, we wrap up. Everyone goes their separate ways, whatever. But I've also been in the peculiar situation where the date goes very well, and all of a sudden, the threat of sex is mentioned. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, ha, I got it. I'm going to get sex. And then I realize, oh, no, I'm going to have sex. The last thing I did was take a shit. And you're in that scenario. And I hate to say it, but I've been in that scenario way too many fucking times. Almost to the point where I realize, and I've correlated, so not causation, but correlation, that if I go out on a date, and I didn't take a full shower after having to take a nervous shit, it's going to lead to sex. Like, it's just the good luck charm. It's the worst fucking good luck charm, but it's almost, like, foolproof. Like, if I want to go on a great date that's going to go somewhere, I should probably just take a shit and then just head out, and then it'll happen. There's just some confidence, I guess, I just emote or just, like, project after I've taken a shit. Like I said, being regular is a flex. Maybe that's what it was all along. But anyways, I hate being in that situation. And, uh, I just want, I just was just bringing it up. Um, but yeah, it sucks being in that situation. And, um, because then it turns into, well, I'm either going to go through with this and the whole time I know I'm dirty or not as clean as I can be. Cause I'm not filthy either. It's just, it's just a thought. It's just the feeling of knowing that the last thing you did was take a shit and now you're about to have sex. It's not, it's, 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 it's a weird feeling. Cause you're always just like, the ultimate fear is like, is like, are they going to find out? You know, and I don't know how they would. I'm gonna let you fill in that blank. But like, it's just it's just a scary thought that a good date turned into like, oh my god, you took a shit and now you're trying to fuck me. Terrible flow of events for a first date, or second date, or third date, or fucking marriage. I don't know. Maybe marriage people are cool with that. But what I've learned to do is you go on a date. It gets to that point. They're like, hey, let's have sex. I really like you. Not obviously not like that, but with their eyes in the body language and with the plans for after the whatever y'all did for y'all's date and then 
now with me feeling confident of being regular and having taken this shit already, I realize that I get to play the card of, hey, you know what? We had a great time and you're really cool. We should save it for the next date. First of all, girls love the confidence of a second date. Um, They love that shit. But also, it just adds a mystique to you. Like, oh my God, like, he's so confident. He thinks he can just leave me alone for a whole day and still have me. Damn, I like this guy. When really it's just like, hey, I need to take a shower before anything happens because I'm filthy because I just took a shit. Um, so it's a win-win, I think. I think. Take your shit, get a second date, play hard to get. Nobody knows. Now you know. Um, so hopefully in the future, nobody, you know, tries to date me and, um, they've heard this already, this incriminating evidence, all this incriminating. And, um, they go, all right, so this date's going good, but I know you just took a shit and that's why it went so well. So I'll see you at our second date. Please clean yourself up. Anyways, guys, this is, uh, Edmundo Castillo. Thank you so much for listening to me. Um, if you got this far, I love you. Thank you. If you didn't get this far, but for some reason you just hear this part, I love you too. No hard feelings. I know you got this shit to do. Um, but thanks for letting me be that voice in your head, in your ear. And hey, if you have any answers to any of the questions I'm confused about or anything in life in general, um, please hit me up. Make sure you grab, um, a bottle of Orisarca water. That was today's sponsor. They gave us exactly zero dollars to run that ad. Um, so I appreciate you. And I love you. And I hope uh, the next time I see you, you're doing just a little bit better than I found you. All right. So whatever that means to you, get it done. I'll see you next week. All right.